This is episode 73 of the Karibo Shoe Podcast Trivia Time. Welcome back to another episode of the Kribo Shoot Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Chad. We're remote, but we're happy to be talking with each other. How's it going, man? Hey, it's going good today. Oh, that sounds good, man. I'm very excited about this episode. You know, there hasn't been just a ton of news in the Nintendo world uh, as of late, so we thought we would do another more fun episode. We're going to have some Nintendo trivia, uh, and that's so we're, that's going to be our main topic. We're really looking forward to that. Um, before we get into that, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been playing. Chad, what have you been playing in the last couple of weeks? So I've been really sticking with Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, getting up in the, getting close to those uh, triple digit hours. I'm afraid it's it's looking crazy. I've recently invested in the stock market, so I'm trying to get those turnip prices going. Uh, trying to get my house located and uh, trying to just build build my town the best it could be. I keep watching people's islands on YouTube, and I tell you, I just get depressed almost sometimes when I see their islands and then look at mine. It's just, it's a huge difference. Yeah, it's really crazy what all you can do with this new Animal Crossing game as far as making your island just completely unique. And so it's really cool to see what people are doing, but I agree with you. you I, I kind of get jealous myself, so I definitely understand you there. It's cool that you mentioned that you started doing the stock market. I have not done that yet. Uh, I know you've been asking me to check on turnip prices and actually haven't updated you today, but in my uh, on Koholint Island, um, there are only 79 bales, so I guess you probably won't be visiting me tonight. That's that's I'd be taking a loss, so I better hold off again. <laughs> well, yeah, I really I'm I'm rooting for you, man, and hopefully uh, either in your town or mine or one of our friends' towns, hopefully this, they'll be they'll be uh, worth a lot one of these days, and you can sell them for a for a huge profit. I sure hope so. That's the plan. You know, I never had much luck uh, selling turnips in the previous Animal Crossing games, but uh, I, I feel good about this game, so I think it's time I should should give it a shot. Very nice. We'll have to check in on the next episode and see uh, if you made a bunch of bells or if you took a bath on them. If I just let them rot, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another game I've been playing is Super Mario Maker 2. Uh, Reason I've been playing these games here is that uh, we got some new updates for these games, which we'll go over here in a few minutes. But uh, just the new update kind of made me want to start playing some Super Mario Maker 2 again, and uh, I really did enjoy that. Yeah, me too. So I've played the exact two games you've played. And again, the the updates that came to them has kind of made me reinvigorate me, especially on Super Mario Maker 2. And it was just fantastic to get back into Super Mario Maker 2. I forgot how much I really enjoyed that game. So we'll get into more of those updates in the news. But yeah, as far as what I've been playing, same as you. Very cool. All right. So let's go ahead and move on into our recent pickups. Chad, have you picked up anything cool lately? Well, I don't know if it's cool or not, but uh, I did I did pick up a Nintendo Labo set. I, I, I finally picked up the VR kit. Uh, Best Buy had these on sale for $20, and I had $15 in coupons and everything, so I got this for about 5 bucks. So uh, this is a, a, one of the Labo kits I never heard anything about, except that it was pretty terrible on Mario and Zelda. But uh, I, I really wanted to give it a try, so me and my wife put it together one quarantine romantic night and we, we gave it a shot and you know it's it's actually better than I thought it would be especially for five dollars man that's awesome yeah um I definitely don't think you overspent for this one no I don't I don't <laughs> but, think uh, so that's cool that you've built it and tried it out you know I've always been curious about this kind of like you there, there didn't seem to be a whole lot of fanfare around the release of this labo set I think a lot of people had kind of cooled on the whole labo idea by the time this one came out but this is the one I'm missing from my collection as well so it's uh, good that you picked it up and maybe someday I can try it out that'd be awesome you know I, uh, I put together the little headset and it, it has a, a lot of little mini games that you can play uh, and uh I tried it a little bit with Super Smash Brothers Ultimate and got to watch some of the CPUs fighting. It wasn't as impressive, but it was still neat that I could use it to to do that. Now, let me ask you this. Does it make you feel sick or, or give you a headache while playing it, or is it pretty good? I only played it for maybe 15 minutes or so, uh, and I, my eyes felt a little funny after a little while, but it didn't give me a headache or anything like that. But if I played it for an hour or more, I'd say definitely a headache. <laughs> 
Yeah, so maybe maybe play it in short burst. And it, it seems like, if I remember right, maybe some of the little mini games and stuff are kind of designed for just playing in short burst like that. So you're not right. really going for a marathon gaming session with this thing, but just playing it in little spurts. Right. Yeah. It it look it looks pretty pretty neat on the screen and everything. When I first started up, it was a uh, it was personally I thought it was a lot better quality than I was expecting. But uh, some of the games are they're very very simple little games, but they, they are kind of fun to play in. Like you said, short little bursts. Right. Very cool. I'm interested in the build of the VR headset itself. How long would you say it took to build, and was it frustrating or was it fun? No, it, it wasn't frustrating, it, and it, I don't know if it was really fun either, but uh, it, it was more fun than fr- frustrating for sure. It, it wasn't very hard. It probably took 20 to 25 minutes total to put it together. Uh, we put it together two people, so I would just kind of go through the instructions while my wife would put the cardboard together. But I didn't make the little accessory that came with it, though. Okay. Well, it's so, nice to hear that it's not a, a painfully long build. I know some of the, like the, I remember the piano, for instance, I think that was a multi-hour build. So um, some of those things could get kind of tedious and it's nice to hear that you can actually build this in probably about half an hour or so. Right. There wasn't no rubber bands or anything like that involved in building this. So I think that took a, took a lot of the time away. Well, that's, that's good to hear. I'm glad you were able to pick that up and I'm, I'm interested in hearing more about that and trying it out for myself. Yeah, for sure. I'd love to let you try it sometime. Well, um, as far as me, I have not picked up really anything Nintendo related of late. It's, it's sad to say, but it's just it's just hard right now. You know, we I don't really leave my house but for work, and uh, it's just I don't enjoy shopping online, especially for Nintendo stuff, as much as I just do you know going from store to store. So uh, haven't really picked up anything Nintendo related, but hopefully next time I'll have something to report back on. That'll be great. Yeah, I hope I can get a, a few more things. It's kind of tough to get any Nintendo items right now. Right. So let's go ahead and move on into the news. So we've kind of mentioned this before, but Super Mario Maker 2 has received another big update. They're calling this the final big update or or major update, I think is their terms they're using. So this may be about all we get for this game, but they did add quite a bit of stuff and we'll run down it real quick. Um, so kind of to me, the big the big thing, the big new feature here in this update would be the world maker that was added. So this will allow you to use up to 40 courses uh, over eight different worlds um, to create your own Super Mario, you know, game, a small Super Mario game. And you can you can, of course, build less. You can just have one world map with four or five stages, however you want to do it. Um, they also have I thought was a pretty neat thing is, is mushroom houses that you can put on the world map. And there's a couple of different little mini games you can play in these. So it really just to me, it really pulls these courses together and makes it actually feel like you're actually playing a Mario game versus I'm just playing a random level made by a random person. Then I'm moving on to an, to the next random level by a different creator. So I've really enjoyed trying this out. Um, have you got a chance to try it, Chad? Yeah, I, I have. I, I'm not very good at Super Mario Maker. The people that make their levels, I just seem to find the hardest levels that I can't complete. But uh, I did play this, and I thought it was really cool how the levels kind of follow a theme and everything, uh, for, for the majority at least. Definitely. Yeah, um, I had trouble. Right now, it's, there's kind of like a little icon in the corner of the screen where you can go, and it'll give you a selection of, I don't know, 10 or so just random worlds that people have made you can try. And I didn't have very good luck with that. It seemed like the you just really never knew what you were getting yourself into. Some of the courses just were too hard or not fun at all. But I, I thought about, well, let me go and look at some of my favorite creators. And if you go to their page, they're using their maker ID. Um, a lot of the, if they have a world, it'll show up there and you can click on it and play on it and so I had a lot more fun doing that finding some craters I knew I liked and then seeing the worlds they had made so that's when I really had the most fun with it and I hope that I would like Nintendo to add I don't know some sort of filter or something where you could find some of the top rated worlds to play and I don't know if they'll ever do that or not this is Nintendo we're talking about but I would like to see that because if you just search for a random world uh, you may end up with something you don't even enjoy playing and it may kind of turn you off on the whole feature. Right, yeah, no, that's that's a very good idea, searching for creators that you already enjoy and everything. I didn't think of that. Yeah, so it ended up, once I kind of found one that I really liked, I really enjoyed going through it, and it is a lot of fun. So I'm looking forward to trying some more of those. 
Um, the next big feature um, is there's going to be a lot of new, there was a lot of new power-ups added to the game. So this is going to include, this to me is kind of the big one, but the Super Mario Brothers 2 Mushroom, which will allow you to basically turn into Mario from Super Mario Brothers 2. And that way, instead of jumping on enemies and, and killing them, you're, you can ride on them and you can pick them up. And all of the rules that apply to Super Mario Brothers 2 apply to this power-up. So it was really cool to see them adding this to the game. Um, and I haven't yet been able to find a level that has it in it but i'm excited about trying it i was really excited to see this being <clears throat> being added to the game i thought that was a really cool addition i really like super mario brothers 2 the way you can pick enemies up and throw them and everything yeah it seems like uh skilled creators will really be able to use this to make a very unique and, and interesting level so I'm, I'm excited about trying some of these out yeah um but that's not the only power-up we got. We also got uh, the frog suit from Super Mario Brothers 3, which is, is a favorite of mine. I've always liked how Mario looks in this suit and how easy it is to go through water levels with this suit. And one thing that was also kind of cool about this is they showed Mario running across the top of the water, which I'd never seen before. So I thought that was funny. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. I'd never seen that before either. <laughs> they also are adding the power balloon from Super Mario World. And the Super Acorn from New Super Mario Brothers U. So the squirrel suit is is in this game now. And so I'm just excited with these new power-ups coming that uh, hopefully I'll get to play some fun levels that implement these. Um, as well as some other things that, that has been added to the game. Yeah, yeah, same here. And then kind of the kind of the last thing I wanted to mention is there are some different uh, some other costumes you can get, including a Goomba costume, which basically makes Mario look like a Goomba, appear like a Goomba, and he can blend in with other enemies and they won't attack him. So I thought this was a really funny addition, and again, something I'm looking forward to trying out in a level. I thought this was really cool. Whenever you could crouch down, you can walk like a Goomba. So <laughs> that was that was a pretty funny little scene in the the trailer there. It really was. So again, just very excited about this. You know, I was a little surprised myself to hear that this is the last major update. You know, I thought there would be probably two or three more, uh, but I guess this is what we're getting. But I'm thankful that it is stuff that I'm interested in. So I'm looking forward to playing more. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Same here. You know, I think this kind of really tied together everything that we were missing from Super Mario Maker 2, especially the world builder. Uh, I think that really, like you said, makes it seem like a Mario game now. Exactly. So, uh, of course, that's not the only big update for a big Nintendo game we got. We also got an Animal Crossing update, and I'm going to actually let you take the take the reins on this one. Okay, sounds good. So we got an uh, update for Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, Nintendo released a short little video on YouTube about this. Uh, one of the first things that we're getting is some newly added visitors. And uh, the first one is Leaf the Sloth, and he's the garden shop guy here. Uh, so he'll set up a little uh, a little uh, uh, shop here in front of the, the resident services and sell his flowers and shrubs and starters and everything. And you can buy those, and now you can grow shrubs in the game. So uh, I actually heard a few people online talking about how much they missed this feature and everything and wanted this so bad to be able to grow shrubs and everything. I, I for one, never really gave it much thought. But uh, now that I have met him and planted a few shrubs, uh, my island definitely looks a little bit better with some bushes on it. That's that's really cool. Yeah, I actually didn't even remember that shrubs were in New Leaf. Um, and so I was. this was a big surprise to me that this was coming to the game. And I'm like you, I'm uh, not initially excited about it, but I've seen kind of what some other people have done, really sprucing up their town with these shrubs. And I've even seen people, you know, make like little uh, uh, mazes with them and stuff. So it's, it's very cool that it's coming to the game. And I always love seeing uh, uh, returning characters that we haven't seen so far in this in, in New horizons and I'm, I'm happy to to see leaf and excited about the other ones to come as well right right and one of the other ones that we have seen or at least or at least i have seen so far is a uh, jolly red and uh for those of you who remember crazy red from the previous games he's back except this time he's not crazy he's jolly so <laughs> jo jolly red has this treasure trawler as they call it uh it's a little boat that he parks on the on the little piece of beach area at the very back of your island at least that's where he was on mine so i assume that's where he is on everyone else's Yes, I always call that the secret beach, is, the is what me and my wife beach. call it, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> very cool. Well, he'll park his boat there sometimes, and you can, after you get permission to go aboard, you can go on there and exchange bales for artwork, and strangely enough, furniture. 
Uh, I was really surprised to see furniture for sale in there. Uh, his prices are uh, seem to be fairly close to the store and everything, but I just thought that was a weird thing. Just Crazy Red selling selling furniture here. But this is also where you can get furniture or the artwork. And you have to be careful though, because uh, Jolly Red is known to be a little uh, crazy in times and will sell you fake artwork so in this game you can actually look closer at all the paintings or uh, works of art that you're gonna buy and look at it and if you see that it's fake you don't have to buy it so it gives you a real close-up look at that and I really like that it's a lot different than the other games which you just kinda bought because you couldn't see real good and took a shot at it you know Right, yeah. I, I was very excited about this. In fact, this is probably the character I was most excited about coming in this update. I've always yeah. liked Crazy Red, you know, and even if he's not known as crazy anymore, I, I, I'm a huge fan of him. I like how he has a little apron, kind of like Tom Nook from the original Animal Crossing, but it's just got a slightly different leaf on it. And he's just he's just kind of a sketchier version of Tom Nook, you know. He, he He's happy to sell you something that's that's a counterfeit if, if you're not paying attention. And, you know, if you do, uh, of course, Blathers will not accept this as, as a donation in the museum and it won't even sell for much in Nook's Cranny so you really got to be careful and uh, I was surprised just like you that he's selling furniture now but I'm very happy he is because to me there's just not enough furniture to buy in this game every day so I'm happy to have a few new few more options uh, going in here and taking a look at what he's selling um, I've, I've actually was finally able to purchase my first art from him today it seems like you had to go through a couple of days worth of stuff before he shows up and so I was able to buy my first one and I was happy to get a genuine article. Oh, very cool. Yeah. No, uh, it took me a couple days to get him to open up his doors to me. But, uh, you know, he always he'll even take advantage of you, even though that he calls you cousin. So that just really hurts my feelings. You know, yeah. he says you're family and then takes advantage of you. Cheats you. He's a real smooth talker. He, he kind of reminds me like of a used car salesman. You got to be careful oh, with those exactly. people. You know, they make you feel good, but uh, you may end up with a lemon. So you got to be careful. That's right. That's the perfect way. He does remind me of a used car salesman as well. <laughs> uh, one other thing we got was uh, the museum expansion. So now the the uh, the the artwork that you buy from Crazy Red that is genuine, uh, you can donate it to the to the museum, and Blathers will take it, and then it'll usually take a day or two, and you'll get a museum expansion where you can go and see all of this artwork in the museum. So uh, I, that's that's a feature that I was personally wondering if it would come back or not, and I was really happy to see that it was. Yeah, me too. Um, I, I think the museum is one of the coolest things actually in this game. It's just an incredible place to visit, especially as you begin filling it up. And I'm happy to see an expansion come to it. And I'm hopeful that, you know, there may even be some more expansions in the future. That would just be incredible. But we'll definitely take what we can get. And I'm, I'm very excited about having some new stuff that I can start trying to donate and fill out another wing of the museum. Right. Yes. Yeah, same here. Okay, so we have some uh, upcoming slash ongoing events going on here. Uh, first, we have Nature Day, which is running right now from April April the 23rd through May the 4th. Uh, you can get Nook Miles by it basically improving the landscape, planting shrubs that you get from leaf, uh, planting flowers, watering flowers, things like that. And if you uh, participate in this and go talk to Tom Nook, he will give you, or at least he said he'd give you a present, but what I got from him was... Uh, the hedge fence so now I can create a hedge around my house I put one around my house I kind of put them around my neighbors houses to kind of make it look a little more residential areas there so that was a cool thing very nice. Yeah, the thing I like about this event is that it's a lot more low-key than Bunny Day. Um, it's kind of you can participate if you want, but you don't have to, and yeah. you, you, you don't feel pressured to do a whole lot. You know, there are little um, different Nook Miles things he'll he'll offer you to do, and you get a lot of points for them, so it's worth doing. But again, really it, to me, it's just a lot more of a low-key event, and I prefer it personally. Yeah, same here. Yeah, the, he gives you a crazy amount of Nook Miles for doing these things, so it's it's worth checking every day to see what they're wanting you to do. Our next event is May Day that runs from May the 1st through May the 7th. Uh, you get a May Day ticket to head out to a limited time island day tour. 
So that's it. what you what I saw on the on the uh, trailer. There was your character was running through basically looked like a maze digging up things. So I don't know what was going on there, but maybe there's some mini games you can do and stuff. Maybe get some limited time items. But uh, something else we saw there was uh, the the back of a very familiar cat. I believe it was Rover. So I'm very excited to see what Rover has in store for our fair island. Yes, I was already kind of excited about this, you know, just having a different island to explore sounds like a lot of fun. But then when you see Rover, I mean, I'm, I'm very intrigued. So I'm definitely looking forward to participating in this event. Yeah, me too. Uh, we have International Museum Day, May 18th through May 31st, and you can get in-game rewards through a stamp rally. This was something that I really enjoyed in New Leaf, was getting uh, getting <clears throat> the stamps from the walrus guy. I forget his name now, but uh, I really enjoyed collecting those stamps by doing so many different uh, activities and uh, t- things off your to-do list, and I-, I really enjoyed getting stamps off of there. Yeah, this one looks neat as well. I'll have to say I'm very much looking forward to it. Yeah. And then uh, wedding season is June 1st from June the 30th, and you can help arrange anniversary photos at Harvey's Island, looks to be. Uh, I'm not a big fan of Harvey in this game. He's kind of creepy, but uh, I will definitely be participating to see if I can get some limited time items again. And uh, this also looks like it it will introduce us to Reese and Cyrus, the owners of retail. So maybe we'll get another store in our town after this. Very possible. Maybe so. I'm I'm hoping that's what we get out of this. Um, uh, yeah, I'm not a big Harvey fan or a fan of his island, but I'm interested in this because it looks like there will be some limited uh, limited items that you can get. It looks like they're wedding themed, but I'm I'm curious to try this out. I, this is probably the one I'm least excited about, but I definitely want to check it out and see see what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, same here. And that's pretty much all the uh, the update stuff that we have from Animal Crossing New Horizons. So we, we do have a lot to look forward to this game. And, you know, that's only a handful of the characters that we haven't seen yet in the game. There's still a lot more that we haven't seen yet. And I look forward to see what Nintendo has in store for the rest of those characters. Me too. I hope they just keep the updates coming because it keeps me excited about the game. And it's just fun to see what they're going to think of next. Oh, yeah. Same here. Um, the last bit of news we have is some actual news about Splatoon 2, which we haven't really haven't talked about for a while, but it's pretty exciting. So Nintendo is going to be holding a special one-off Splatfest, uh, making this the very first Splatfest since the Splat Splat. Splatocalypse, man, I can't even say that anymore, uh, <laughs> event from July 2019. So that was the last Splatfest, and they said there wouldn't be any more. But for whatever reason, they're bringing it back one more time, and I'm very excited about this. You know, I was very surprised about this. Uh, last thing I expected us to get in 2020 was another Splatfest. Uh, but I'm very excited, and I plan on participating in it. Oh, me as well. So the theme is going to be a reprisal of Splatoon 2's very first Splatfest, which was Ketchup versus Mayo, um, the latter of which was victorious the first time around. So this Splatfest is going to kick off at 3 p.m. Pacific time on May 22nd and run until the same time on May the 24th. So I'm very, very excited about this, and we're, we've got to get the gang back together and, and play in this Splatfest. We really got to kick the rest off. None of us have played Splatoon 2 in a very long time, uh, so it could be a, it could be kind of a, a reprisal of the first time we played Ketchup versus Mayo, which did not end well for us. So <laughs> we'll see what happens. Maybe things will change for us this time, but I'm just looking forward to playing some more. I always love the Splatfest and really thought it was over. So I'm, I'm glad that we're going to be able to hop back in one last time. Yeah, same here. All right, well, that's going to do it for the news, and we're going to take a quick break, and when we return, we're going to get into our Nintendo trivia. Okay, Chad, it's trivia time. We've got some Nintendo trivia that we're going to be doing with each other, and I'm very excited about this. So I'm going to go over the rules real quick, and we'll get right into it. So there's going to be three difficulty level of questions. We've got it divided up into the mushroom cup, which will be the easier questions, the flower cup, which will be kind of the, the medium questions, and then, of course, the star cup, which will be the, the harder questions. Um, and there's going to be five questions for each category. We've kept these secret from each other. They're not, they're not on our show outline. And so we're going into this blind. Um, of course, we're going to have a point system, so we'll see kind of where we end up at the end. Uh, 
correct answer for the mushroom cup questions will be worth one point. Correct answers on a flower cup question will be worth two points. And a correct question uh, answer on a uh, star cup question will be worth three points. So let's go ahead and get into it, man. I'm going to let you go ahead and start off. We'll start off in the mushroom cup with the easy questions. All right. Whoa, I'm very excited about this and nervous. So my first question for you is, what is the name of the sequel to Super Mario World? Um, the the uh, the name of the sequel to Super Mario World that would be Yoshi's Island Super Mario Brothers Two. Correct. Okay, that's one point for me. One point for you. That was an easy question. Don't get a big head yet. So <laughs> okay, I'll tr- I'll try to keep it in check. Here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My first easy question for you: Which NES game was originally known as Doki Doki Panic in Japan? That was Super Mario Brothers Two. That's correct. All right. We got to start each other off easy here so we at least get a few points on the board. Go ahead with your second one. All right. My second question on the easy. Which Mario Kart course has seven laps? Oh, is this the original Mario Kart or just this is just a Mario Kart franchise we're talking about? Just, just a Mario Kart, yeah, just the Mario Kart franchise. Oh, I know it, I know it, Baby Park from yeah, okay. Double Dash. I was like, oh, I may have put this Ooh, in the wrong category. I was, get, I was there for a little bit. <laughs> I couldn't think of any Mario Kart stage that had that many laps, but uh, Baby Park it is, yes. That is correct, yes. It's the only one that I know of that has that many laps. Of course, it's very short, so. You already had me sweating over here, Chad. <laughs> oh, two for two. Okay, my next question for you is, what is the worst-selling Nintendo console to date? The Virtual Boy. That's correct. All right. A Woo. lot of people would say the Wii U, but they would be very wrong. The Virtual Boy has sold far less. So I had to think good. about it. I was trying to think of the handhelds, but I couldn't think of any. <laughs> right. All right. My third question is, in Splatoon 2, what is the name of the owner of Grizzco Industries? I believe it's Mr. Grizz. That is correct. All right. Three for three so far. Very nice. All right. My next one. There are three non-advanced models of the Game Boy that were released in the U.S. I'm not talking about Game Boy Advance or any of the other advanced Game Boys, but just regular Game Boys. There was three released in the U.S. The original Game Boy, the Game Boy Pocket, and the Game Boy Color. Japan got a fourth version of the original Game Boy. What was that Game Boy called? Ooh, think you got me. So we've seen one of these at the Video Game Museum when we visited in Dallas. It's very similar to a Game Boy Pocket, but it has a different name. And I remember seeing it too. <laughs> it, its oh. name was its biggest feature. That's the clue I'll give. The name was its biggest feature. Well, I don't have any idea. You got me on this one. Okay, it's the Game Boy Light. Well, so uh, it was it was a yeah. Game Boy that had a light up screen, and yep. uh, I may have should I may should have put this in the medium one. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, wow, yeah, I don't think I would have ever got that. I totally forgot about that. You got me on that one. Okay, very Go ahead nice. And hit me with your next one. Okay, uh, what color was Kirby originally? Kirby was originally white on the box for Kirby's Dreamland on the Game Boy. That's right. Okay. That's another one that I think a lot of people may not would get. I think a lot of people would just think he was always pink. Yeah, I, I think you're right. But I had faith in you. I knew you had, would get it. <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, this one's going to kind of tie in with the second question I gave you. But what is the best-selling Nintendo system? And I'm not I'm not talking about you know an individual you know there's two Super Nintendos you know there's different variations of systems. But I'm just talking about the system itself was it's, the best-selling one. It had to be the Wii. That's incorrect. It's the DS. Oh, wow. I yes. forgot about the, that. The okay. DS actually sold quite a bit more than the Wii. I thought they were closer than they were when I looked this up to make sure, and it is the DS by far. Uh, wow. I forgot. I wasn't even thinking handhelds at the time again. That was my trouble last time. Well, well good job. No that, was, that was a good question. All right. All right. What's your... I think we got one more on the Mushroom Cup, right? Yes. All right, number five. When Toadette obtains the Super Crown, she can transform into what? I know what the character looks like. I'm trying to remember the name. Is it Peachette? Peachette, that is correct. Okay. Very nice. Five for five. Very impressive. It it was lost on me for a second there. (laughs) 
Okay, my last mushroom cup question, and I really hope you get this one, Chad. Okay. What is the English translation of the word Karibo? Goomba. That's correct. Hooray! <laughs> I was going to be very disappointed if you got that one wrong. <laughs> oh, that would have been very embarrassing. Yes. Okay, so at the end of the mushroom cup, I'm sitting at five and I have you at three. Is that what you have as well? That is right. You got me so far. Okay, now you will definitely have the chance to catch up to me because we're going to move on into the flower cup and things are going to get a little harder. That's That's right. How about I go ahead and start us off on this one? Yeah, go right ahead. Okay, I've got a Kirby question for you, Chad. Oh, boy. This is a true or false question, so even if you don't know it, it's a 50-50 chance you get it right. Okay. So, true or false, Kirby is named after the Kirby Vacuum Cleaner Company. True. It's actually false. (laughs) I'd I'd heard this and always believed it for for the longest time because, you know, a vacuum sucks, Kirby sucks. That's what I started thinking, yes. (laughs) He was actually named Kirby after Nintendo's lawyer in the Universal lawsuit, John Kirby. So they got in a lawsuit with Universal over Donkey Kong and King Kong being too similar. Nintendo won this lawsuit thanks to this lawyer named Jack Kirby, and so they named this character after him. Wow, and I did know about the Donkey Kong and King Kong. Well, that's crazy, man. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, I started thinking about the vacuums and everything, and it seems like I've heard that before as well, so it, for some reason, stuck out in my mind. But Right. Anyway. All right, what's your first question? All right, number one. Daisy is the princess of which kingdom? Daisy is the princess of, Sir, well, I may say this wrong, Sarasaland or something like yeah. that. Sarasaland? Yeah, you got it. I'm not sure exactly how you say it either. Sarasaland, Sarasaland, whichever one. But yes, that is correct. Okay. Good job. That's two points for that one. Okay, my next question. Let's see here. What game was Reggie fils demoing on stage at E3 2007 when he uttered his famous quote, My body is ready? Oh, boy. I know it, but I just suddenly forgot the name. Oh, We Fit. That's correct. Yeah. Very good. <laughs> I've worried myself for a second there. The pressure's <laughs> getting to me. I know it. <laughs> All right, my second question. What is the first capture that you make in Super Mario Odyssey? This is the capture you use Ooh, with Cappy. First capture. Ooh. Is it the T-Rex? It is not. It is the frog. Oh, man. the fr- Oh, that's to- you're totally right. It is the frog. Wow, the frog. I could not remember that. Oh, I, I, I was wondering if that one was stumpy. I thought almost about putting that one in the hard section, but I wasn't no, sure. That, so. No, if I would have really thought about it, I would have come up with that, but I, I definitely didn't remember that just off the top of my head. That's a good one. Yep. All right. Well, finally, finally stumped you. Let's see here. Sorry, I'm kind of, I've got a few different options here. I'm trying to find the right one. All right. Pick a good one. Okay, Nintendo is famous for creating the D-pad, the classic D-pad that we see on all their modern on all their controllers, really. Mm-hmm. And it even holds a patent on its design, which is why you know an Xbox controller or a PlayStation controller do not have the same design. Um, which Nintendo product did the D-pad first appear on? It is, you know, it, it, it may not be the system you'd first think of, but uh, it, it, it appeared on a on a certain system, and I'm curious if you know which one it was. Was it the Game and Watch? It was the Game and Watch. All Excellent. Right. Very cool. Uh, I was back and forth on whether or not you would get that or not, <laughs> but it was actually the Donkey Kong Game and Watch had the first D-pad. Okay, I wouldn't have got the Donkey Kong. I wasn't sure which one would be would have been the first, but awesome. You know, I was, I wasn't either. But as I was checking into this, I thought, well, I'm curious what was the first one, and it was Donkey Kong. So that gets you two points. If I'm not mistaken, we're tied at seven. Is that what you have? That's that's right. Okay. Perfect. Let's see. My next one is, there is a song that is that is prevalent in a lot of Nintendo games. It's usually hidden, um, but it's, it's appeared in over a dozen Nintendo games, and it's in several games on the Switch. Do you remember what this song is called? Hit me with that question one more time. So there is a song that is hidden in over a dozen Nintendo games. It's often that you have to wait on a menu for a while or wait on the title screen for a while. Mm-hmm. But it's, this, it's the same song and it's in a bunch of Nintendo games. I don't have any idea. It's probably super obvious too. It's um, it, it's uh, is it like the theme of like a game? It's not. It's it's not a theme to any game. It's it's okay. a song that it that does not does not belong to any franchise. It just belongs to the 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 music producer that, that does it. 
Oh, well. Uh, um, I have no idea. It's Tataka's song, and it's um, the composer that does K.K. Slider. I think it's even in Animal Crossing. It's in a bunch of different games. I, I didn't know if you'd ever heard of that or not. Uh, I, I've heard the name Tataka, but I, I didn't didn't know about that, no. That, okay. was, that was a tough one. Wow, good job. All right, what is the name of the vacuum that Luigi uses in Luigi's Mansion 3? Oh, I have no idea. I know it's a poltergust, but uh, I don't know what it is. You've stumped me on that one. It's, pre- it's pretty close if you can think about Gooigi. The poltergust G-00. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. okay. That makes total sense. No, I did not know that one. Okay. Well, you got you got half right, the poltergeist, so that's pretty close. Close, but no cigars. So <laughs> that's I right. I think we're still at seven apiece. Is that what you have? Yes, sir. Okay. Have I... I think I've asked you five from the um, flower cup. Is that correct, or do I still owe you one? Mm, let's see. I've still got two questions left. Okay, so I must have one more. Yeah, because I started us off. Okay. Okay. Which first-gen Pokemon was only available to capture via a Nintendo event? You could not actually capture this just playing through the game. This is first-gen, so we're talking about blue, red, and yellow. That would be Mew. That's correct. Yes, awesome. All right, that's two for you. You're at nine points already. Okay, what is the name of the elderly Toad who is always worrying about Princess Peach? I had a lot of Mario questions in the Flower Cup. I think that's... Toadsworth, is that correct? That is correct. Okay, so in Super Mario Brothers 3, there are mushroom houses that you can go in and get an item. And of course, you've, I'm sure you've played through this. There'll be three uh, chests in a mushroom house, and you can select from any of them. Mm-hmm. So true or false, is the items in those chests, are they random each time or are they fixed? In other words, is the leaf in the first mushroom house, is it always in the left one or is it just random? Uh, it's got to be always random. It is random. Phew. You know, uh, I I never thought this as a kid. I always thought well, this is fixed. And if I could just remember where, you know, the frog suit is, I can get it every time. But uh, it, it actually was always random. Really? Okay. Gotcha. I took yes. <laughs> All right. My final question. It is another. I had a lot of Mario questions here, but that that's fine. Change here. How many different colored Yoshis are in Yoshi's story? Oh, man. This is Yoshi's story on the N64. Right. Okay, I'm going to go green, blue, red, black, yellow, pink. I'm going to say six. That is correct. Oh, Very man. nice. Okay. Process of <laughs> I, elimination. I have not <laughs> thought of that in a long time, but yeah, I was going to go with six. Okay, so that still does knot us up, doesn't it? I have us both at 11. Yep, that's good. Okay. So here we go, the final round, the Star Cup. It's fixing to get uh, it's fixing to get dicey, I have a feeling. Oh boy, I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> okay, let's see. I started last time, you go ahead and start us off on this one. Hit me with you. Hit me with your best one, man. Okay, here we go. In the original Animal Crossing, which character conducted the aerobics class? Hmm. I do remember this class. That's impressive that you remember it. I had forgotten about it for a while. Mm. Is it Mayor Tortimer? It is not. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to think of an unlikely character. Who, who conducts it? I had no idea. It was Copper the police dog. He was the one that stood outside of the police station all the time. Wow. I would have. That would have been like the 10th or 15th character, I would have guessed. Uh, yeah, I would have never got that. That's a he's, good not a, he's not a very well-known character these days, but he was a, a prominent character back on the GameCube. Oh, wouldn't it be great if they came back in New Horizons and, and once again led an aerobics class for everyone, or maybe even maybe even a yoga class, you know, kind of modernize things? Oh, I, I would absolutely love that. Back in my days when I was a time jumper on the GameCube, I would always make sure I caught the morning aerobics class on, that, on the oh, GameCube. Oh, yeah, you got to stay in shape. <laughs> it was awesome. That, that, was, that was a very good one, dude. That definitely led up to the hard moniker. Very okay. cool. Here is my first one. Okay, so they're the uh, the Japanese version of the Super Nintendo, of course, is the Super Famicom. One of the big differences in that system between ours is we got purple buttons on our controllers, and they were multicolored buttons on theirs. We've actually gotten these same colored buttons on like the new 3DS and different different versions of handhelds. So my question to you is, what color is the B button on the Super Famicom controller? 
Oh man, I knew you were gonna ask me about the buttons. So, uh, so this is the the run button that you would have, like in Mario Brother or Mario World or something. Is it is it green? It's not. It's yellow. Oh wow. Okay, I was thinking <laughs> green or blue. I couldn't remember. Yep, it's yellow. So. All right, that was a tough one. I knew that one. I, I was able to guess them, and I looked it up, and I was right. But I knew you'd at least have a twenty-five percent chance. But I also knew it was going to be pretty difficult. Yeah, yeah, no, that was pretty difficult. I've ne- never used those controllers, I guess. <laughs> Very cool. All right. Okay, my next question. Now this is this is going to be a, maybe a little bit tougher, unless you just have this drilled into your memory here. What was the date that Reggie retired from Nintendo? Hmm. I have absolutely no idea. Um, <laughs> if, I want to say it was last. Was it? Was it in 2019? It was in 2019. Okay, I'm gonna go with April 22nd. It was in April, but it was not on the 22nd. <laughs> so I think wow. I think you should get some major credit for this. April fi- April 15th of 2019. April 15th. Wow. I was just thinking, I think at E3, I don't think Reggie was there. So it's got to be in the first half of the year. And then it was just a shot in the dark. So yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm glad I got close, but I had absolutely no clue. That so was that, very that's close. a good one. I should add that to my calendar so I can remember it every <laughs> year and, and mourn the loss. That's right. You sure wouldn't celebrate. So. <laughs> okay. So, so far, no one has gotten anything right here. All right. Let's see here. Okay, originally in the Legend of Zelda on the NES, so the very first Legend of Zelda game, uh-huh. um, of course, you know, you start out with a sword. But before the game was released, they had actually toyed with the idea of letting you have a choice at the start of the game between two different weapons. So, of course, one was going to be the sword, but they were also thinking about letting you start with a different weapon. Which weapon was that? Oh, my. I've never heard about that. <laughs> Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to say a spear was not a spear it was the boomerang oh the boomerang my next choice is yes. be a, a bow and arrow so i would have been wrong okay again. oh that's a good one right there wow that's that's uh straight up trivia right there <laughs> that, that really is yes <laughs> yeah all right uh how many full heart containers do you need in breath of the wild to pull out the master sword oh my goodness <laughs> <laughs> hmm I have uh, zero idea, so I'm going to say 15 heart containers. Answer is 13 heart containers. 13. Oh, 13. Very how, close. How can they make it an odd number? An, an, I an, oh, an unlucky or, or one. Not even that. odd, but like, yeah, an unlucky number. There you go. I guess 15 is <laughs> an odd number as well. Oh, 13. Man. Okay. Man, I'm, I'm getting close to these, but I'm still getting them all wrong. These are These are tough. Okay, so I, if I have it down right, I've, I've got three wrong of the hard, and you've gotten two. So let's see if you can break the trend here. We'll try. Okay. An early version of Mario Kart 64 had a different character in the place of Donkey Kong. Who was this character? And let me tell you, it is an obscure one. Oh, my. So, so Donkey Kong was originally not going to be in Mario Kart 64. There was someone in his place. But it is a Mario character. It's a Mario character. Well, and I could be wrong, but I don't believe he's appeared in a Mario Kart game to date. Oh, my. I could be wrong about that. (laughs) Uh, A Goomba. It was not a Goomba. It was Kamek, the wizard. Oh, wow. And I don't think he's ever been in a game, uh, a Mario Kart game. He may be in 8 Deluxe, and I just don't remember it. Wow, I, th- I think you're right. I don't remember him ever being playable. Wow. Yeah, I just think that's absolutely crazy that he was going to be in there and not Donkey Kong. I've always that's always stuck with me. I remember seeing the uh, the start screen at like E3 or something, and Kamek was there. I, I was originally going to say Donkey Kong Junior, but uh, you oh, you yes. you saved me from saying he wasn't in a game before. But yeah, that was a tough one. Okay, we're we're down to two two a piece two here, a piece and here. one of us one of us has got to get one, or or we're gonna tie here. So, okay, what is the name of Star Fox's battleship? And this is this is his battleship, not his, not, not the R wing, not his R wing. That's what yeah. he flies around in. Right. I I definitely have known this in the past, but I I am coming up with a blank here. Give me just a minute. Oh. Man, I, I really don't know. I should know this. I know I've seen this before, but I cannot remember. What What is it called? It's called The Great Fox. 
The Great Fox. Oh, yes. man. Yeah, yeah we, I don't think I would have came up with that. It's one of our favorite stages on Smash Brothers. You're right, but I just... It's not not called that name, though. It's called Corneria. Right, but, called but. Corneria, yeah. And I'd have been more likely to guess Corneria than the yeah. Great Fox, probably. So <laughs> that's a good one. You, you've got me stumped so far. All right, I've got one that I think you'll either guess right away or you would never guess in a million years. So let, <laughs> oh, let's boy. go ahead and go with it. So... I was looking up about the top selling video game franchises in history, and I was pleased to see that Nintendo has three franchises uh, in the top 10 of all time, all video game consoles. And when I'm talking about franchise, I mean like Mario is one franchise, all the sports games, all the party games, everything, just a Mario game in general. So... So Nintendo has three of the top ten. Number one is Mario. So the Mario series is number one of the Nintendo ones in the top ten. And number two is Pokemon. I'm curious if you would be able to guess what is the number three franchise in the top ten. The number three best-selling Nintendo franchise. Oh, boy. Well, if you're surprised, I'm not going with the obvious choice. So It's not obvious. It wasn't obvious to me. Yeah. Um, but once I saw it, it made sense. So I'll give you that. Would Wii Sports count as a franchise? I don't know what you basically got it. It's the Wii series of the games. Wii series, yes. okay. Yeah. I wasn't so, sure. Wii so Sports, Wii, Wii Sports Resort. When you think about it, Wii Sports, a pack-in game in the U.S. Wii Sports Resort sold a ton. Wii Play sold a ton, uh, and and Wii Fit. So it makes sense. But yeah, that's number three. It's way ahead of stuff like Zelda and stuff that you would normally just think to to say. Yeah, it's, it's the Wii series. So Zelda was right up there. Yeah. Very very cool. impressed. You got that. I'm gonna <laughs> give you three points here. Okay. All right. My question here is. What was the name of the party game that combined Mario and Dragon Quest characters? Was that Fortune Street on the it Wii? It is Fortune Street on the Wii. Yes, oh, I was supposed to tell yes. you. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Very impressive. Very nice. Okay, wow. We just made things even more difficult because we're going to the final round and we're tied here. Okay. <laughs> I've got two here. I'm trying to think of which one I want to give you. Okay. This is pretty obscure, but again, I think if you think about it, I think you'll get it. So this is the, I don't have any more questions. Is this your final question here? Oh, this is my final question. Okay, and, and and we're tied also and now? we're tied. Oh, wow. Okay, so I've got to okay. get it to win. So you get this one, you win. Okay. And I think, if, I think if you'll think about it, I, I think you'll get it, but it is obscure. Okay. You may have never even heard of this game. On the original Game Boy, there's a game called Faceball 2000. The reason that it is uh, even memorable at all is it holds the title on the Game Boy for the most players allowed in its multiplayer mode. How many players, multiplayer, uh, how many multiplayer players did this game allow? Oh my. Uh, six. It was 16. Okay. I had no idea. So, so there was a, there was a, um, a uh, four-player adapter for the Game Boy. I didn't know if you knew about that or not, and you could, com- you could daisy-chain these, and you could have up to 16 people. I didn't know about that, but I really didn't think a whole lot about it. Adapters did come into my mind, but I didn't think about how many you could have hooked up. Wow, that, yeah, so that was a good one. four of them on it. If I would have yep. just done the math, I would have figured it out. Oh, man. Okay, very so good. we're tied up here. Um, I have a bonus question or two, and I guess that's kind of what we're going to have to go into. Do you have anything in mind? I've, I've got I've got a bonus question. Yeah, I've got a couple here if we need to. Yeah. Okay, so, so we're going into the special cup here. I mean, this is just anything goes, <laughs> I guess. These are not just, uh, I would consider these to be medium questions, probably. Somewhere medium, possibly hard. But. Mine too. Mine's on the high end of medium and the low end of hard here. Okay. Um, do you want to go first? Sure. How many are we going to ask? Uh, let's just do it until one of us gets one right. <laughs> okay. Uh, and the other one doesn't, you know, an even number where we each ask. But okay. The first person that gets one right and the other one gets it wrong, they'll be the winner. All right. In The Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, what was Zelda's name before she found out it was Zelda? Oh, I know this, but I can't think of it. Give me one second here. Oh, yeah. I think it starts with a T. It does. You are oh, close. My goodness. Why can <laughs> I not think of this? Little blonde Tetra. girl. Tetra. Tetra. T-E-T-R-A, right? Correct. Very impressive. Okay. You oh, fought through goodness. that one and got it. 
Okay, I'm just going to give myself one point for that. Just do that for these bonus questions because that's really all that matters. Okay. okay, I've got a question here. If you get this, we'll keep going. If not, I'll guess I'll be the winner. All right. Which famous Nintendo character was originally known as Mr. Video? Mr. Video. I can give a small hint. He was also known as a different name as well before the name we all know and love. It has to be Mario. It is. Okay, whoa, that was a tough one. <laughs> did did, I was, did I was, you know that or was that a guess? I was between Mario and Mr. Game & Watch. I really was. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, that yep, was a tough. Mr. Video. Very <laughs> nice. Okay. Tied back up. Oh, man. How, how many characters are in the original Super Smash Brothers on N64? Is it 10? 12 characters. 12. So I did 12. get that right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's coming down to this, maybe. We'll see if you get this. So, the character Birdo from the Super Mario series, in Super Mario Bros. 2, in the manual, um, it actually says whether Birdo is a male or a female. I'm curious, what is Birdo, male or female, Chad? I feel like this is a trick question. <laughs> uh, female. That is incorrect. Oh. The description in the manual says he thinks he's a girl and shoots eggs. He from his thinks mouth. he's a girl and shoots eggs from his mouth. Oh man, I figured it was probably a trick question. A very weird and disturbing piece of for, Nintendo for trivia. sure. <laughs> oh man, I have another question here. How many shine sprites are in Super Mario Sunshine? Is it sixty? Uh, no, it is not. It is a hundred and twenty. 120 wow yeah i got that to get that wrong it's It's been been a while yeah Mm, it's been it has it's been so long since i um since i have played that game and i could not remember okay i got that one wrong let me find another one of my bonus questions here hope i can get yours right i've already ran out of all my bonus questions okay here's my question uh, Pokemon Gold and Silver on the uh, Game Boy and Game Boy Color was a huge hit, and it had a very cool feature after you beat the game in that you could revisit the Kanto region uh, from mm-hmm. red and blue and yellow. So you could it was kind of a nice little bonus. There was a very famous Nintendo employee who actually worked with Game Freak to fit this in because it wouldn't fit on the cartridge. And it was, it's, it's, it's a very cool story and a very famous Nintendo character uh, employee, and I'm curious if you know who that was. Oh my. Shigeru Miyamoto? It was not. It was Satora Iwata. Oh, I should have got that. No, I, I should have known that. <laughs> Very cool. Um, and man, I'm I'm out I, of bonus questions. I don't know if you I have any too. more you know, or not. I, I, I surprised that it came down to this. I figured one of us would take, take the prize. I assumed you would especially, but man, that's crazy to run through all of our bonus questions. Our knowledge is just, is just awesome, I guess, so... I guess so. We can look at it as we both lost or we both won. That's true. Maybe we'll have to we'll have to do this again to decide who the who the real Nintendo master is. I guess so. We'll we'll just share the <laughs> crown for now. And uh, this this is this was a lot of fun, Chad. Just very surprising. And and I'm I I think I think we did both did pretty good. But there is definitely some that I regret that I didn't get. So. Yeah. No. That was very very. You've really impressed me with your Nintendo knowledge. I really didn't think you were going to get the Fortune Street one, but you did. So congratulations. That was awesome. That was. That was a lot of fun, and we'll have to do this again someday. You know, there's a ton of Nintendo trivia out there, so we could always revisit this someday, I guess. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, well, that's going to do it. We want to remind everyone to uh, visit our show page at anchor.fm slash Podcast. Um, we, we also want to remind everyone that we're available on all the popular podcast apps, so just search for Karibo Shoe Podcast, and I'm sure you'll find us. If you enjoy the show, please rate us on Apple Podcast. Uh, you can email questions or comments to the show at Podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can follow us on social media. We're on Twitter at, at Pod. We're on Instagram at, at Podcast, And we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast. We want to thank everyone for listening, and we'll catch you guys in the next 